This broadcast is sponsored by Supreme of the UK. To support the network, click the link in the description and get 15% discount of your first order. CFR Network, CFR Sports. Good day, good night, all. Welcome back. Special guest in the lab with me across the ponds. I have Lawrence Phillips. One yep. championship. Mm-hmm. Heavyweight contender. Bursting mm-hmm. on the scene, doing some crazy things. Um, definite man. The last time you competed from, from recollection, do you got that slam KO kind of thing? That was back in uh February. I fought twice since then. Whoa. That was back in February. Yes, yes, yes. So let's 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 unpack it. Let's unpack it before February. You've this you you've had what three, three or four fights now in one? Uh three. Three. three so far. Okay. Yes. So how, what was the road to getting into one? Like how how did that sort of all manifest? So uh, I had my amateur career, and then uh, uh, I fought for Gamma, which is like um, they try to make it into like an Olympic sport, and they have tournaments all around the world. Uh, it was kind of crazy, you know. I kind of got invited to it to go to Amsterdam and and fight in a tournament. They said, "Yeah, you can have possibly this many fights in this like." And one day, you know, they like, oh, you can have upwards of three, four fights a day. I'm like, oh, Whoa. man, that sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. MMA fights, too. And, you know, they give you thin shin guards, you know, during the tournament mm-hmm. just to keep you from getting cut up, you know. And so, uh, yeah, it, it was nuts, but it sounded like fun, you know. So I was like, all right, let's do it. And uh, I won it. And when I won it, uh, I got a lot of uh, – I got more noticeable – uh, after I won that, you know, and then that's how I got in contact with one. Excellent. So it's a pretty quick, quick sort of um, progression from amateur to pro doing that in Amsterdam. Actually, let's rewind a little bit before, before I continue with that. What was the experience like going over to to Deutschland and, you know, a- a- experiencing the wilds of Europe? Man, like... uh it, it was cool. Like the tournament was cool. The people was cool. The company was cool. I was with, but I ain't a big fan of Amsterdam, man. Like it was kind of boring, you know, the food, the food was plain. You know, <laughs> he was. Like, yes. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go there no more. I'm like, man, I try to avoid that country at all costs. If it's not business, <laughs> it will, I go for vacation. That's for sure. Yeah, well, well, look, look, because I'm close to Amsterdam, we go there for like a weekend break kind of thing. But mm-hmm. it's, as you say, the food isn't the best. But it, culturally wise, they've got some wonderful architecture. That's the thing I love about Amsterdam. Um, and some of the old cities, are, I'm really into architecture per se. Um, right. And it, it's it's great just to see the, the old world meeting the new world, especially with like uh, buildings integrating where you've got really old buildings and right next to it or built into the side of it you've got like glass sections of it and stuff so i, I find that interesting but i agree the food is yeah. not the best yeah. and then everything closed early too you know <laughs> I don't, i'm looking for a restaurant or whatever man you can't ain't nothing open you know well, but yeah architecture was cool but once once you see it, that for a couple of days i was kind of yeah. over it you know 
I can imagine. I can imagine. I can imagine. But now you're you're going even further afield. Mm. Like how, what was it like 14 hours to travel over there? So it's double figures, isn't it, to get over to Singapore? So from from I live in like uh near Chicago. I'm about an hour west of Chicago in a city called Rockford. Uh so from Chicago all the way to Bangkok, it's about 20 plus hours. Yeah. Just one layover layover or uh man, yeah, it really depends. Like I'd have had two, I haven't had more than two layovers you know, uh, going one way, you know, but yeah, usually I try to get just one lay over. Yeah. 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 Get out, stretch your legs, <laughs> see some different scenery before you get back on that, that jumbo, jumbo jet. Yeah, man, right. that flight, flight is brutal. Mm. brutal. So, mm-hmm. so, so a peek behind the scenes then. So, Obviously, you're not a major star yet. You know, let's be very optimistic. You've got a promising career. Um, are they putting you in coach, as y'all say? Or are they putting you in, like, business class so you've got, like, room to, you know, relax no, no, and we, sleep? They got, they got me on straight coach, you know. But uh, all my flights out there, I pay for, you know. So, like, I, I don't I don't fly coach when I go out there because I'm, I'm six foot three, you know. And I'm a big dude. I, I, I be needing some room, especially on those longer flights. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I, I be needing room. So I I won't fly like like economy. I'll fly the next one up, you know, just Premium. to be just to be a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And also, the, I don't know about in America, but in England, when you when you upgrade a little sum, you get the extra baggage allowance as well. So mm-hmm. that's always that's always a good thing. Because depending right. on what country you go in, you might see some stuff and you're like, we can't get that over here. Let me grab a right. few of them and, you know, put it in the suitcase and bring that back kind of thing. Right. Yeah, no, man. Like, when I when I go to Thailand, I be having so much room to bring stuff back because out there all you need is, you know, T-shirts and, you know, shorts, whatever. So, yeah, I be bringing hella gear back, stuff that I don't get out here, you know. Definitely, so, and and the yeah. the exchange rates hella good as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I was pretty much rich out there for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. dollar goes so far, you know, it goes yes. so far out there. Yeah, so you could definitely live pretty pretty good, you know. Indeed, it, indeed. It, so, what's the plans? What 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 is what's your, what's your future goals? Reference um. Your your current run in one obviously you're looking for the strap right you want the heavy heavyweight strap or is this all about the experience and you know obviously making money? I want everything, you know. I want everything. Uh, I, I I really just enjoy the journey. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 belt go come itself. You know. I think if I just keep training, keep keep moving forward, like everything just gonna unfold. You know, so all I do is focus on myself, man, getting better. Definitely. And obviously wrestling is your base, striking mm-hmm. and obviously the, the submission arts. What What is the proportion that we're working at on those two bits to, to, to bolster your, your full MMA repertoire? Are we doing like 50-50 on each to, to, to boost your strong base as it is already? I, I, I think they're like, uh, cause I wrestled for so long, striking is still uh pretty new to me, so I'm more intrigued by it. So I think I put more of my time 
into training, but my coach, you know, he sets up the practices to where like you're going to get everything, you know, so I'll, you know, go somewhere else and get extra work in, you know, just to really hone those other skills. Okay. You know, so yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, man. Keep growing on everything, man, because you don't really want to stop like working on what got you to the party, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't want, mm-hmm. you don't want to, uh, I said, go home with the girl you went to the party with, you know, whatever. So, yeah, basically, yes. like, you know, I always got to sharpen up on those wrestling skills. You know, you can't forget about it, you know, because uh, that's what got there. You know, like some guys, like, came in with good striking backgrounds, good grappling backgrounds, you know. So you got to definitely use uh, what you're good at. But, dude, I love putting time into uh, the striking aspect of it because it's still so new to me, you know. So my brain is just, like, Want to absorb it. Yeah, I yeah. get a little bored, a little bored with grappling and wrestling sometimes because I did it for, you know, uh, so long. I can imagine. Like it's something new. It's something new, isn't it? You know, and it, it's only gonna add to the tool belt that you, your existing tool belt, isn't it? You can draw right. for those slips, those feints. You can think, well, I don't need to. You know, let let me set it up with the hands, as people always say. Let's not go right. for the, that that double straight away. Let's you know, let's just keep him on his toes, and where necessary, I will dictate when I take this to the ground and you know do my thing. Right, and man, it's so much to learn with like MMA because like you think you're getting pretty good at it, man, and you meet some guy or you know it's just always a humbling experience. Like oh man, I gotta work on this, gotta work on that, yeah. you know. So I I just enjoy the process, man, because. I, I'd have met so many fighters and seen so many different looks. So it's it's always a good time. Definitely. Uh, is there anything in the works reference uh, up-and-coming fights for yourself? Uh, I'm hoping to fight, like, end of December, beginning of January time. That's when I, I want to get back into it. But we'll see. Okay. We'll see what the motion yes. want to do. Def, well, obviously, Chattery's got to, yeah. you know, and the matchmaker's got to do their thing. And I guess it would yeah. be good. You would like to be on those U.S. cards. Did they, have they announced, is it three or four for 2024? I want to say, yeah, three or four, three or four cards, possibly. And I, ho- I hope they get me on one of them. That'd be yeah. really nice. At they least save one. Like, <laughs> they need a flight. But not even that, man. But just the fact that, because the first show was a massive success man uh, all of my american brethren that were saying you know you know he did he was really we re- really really felt it over here kind of thing it wasn't just like oh you know it's one championship zone we can watch it on prime no the tickets were available you can go down to the location so i think there's a big buzz and the fact that one's mixing it's not just a, a sheer mma promotion we're talking about the full gambit of mixed martial arts right. you know combat sports yeah. It's crazy because like I I had contacted one. I think it was like a month in advance. I was trying to get tickets to go see it in Colorado. And I was like, yeah, sorry, man. We all sold out. So I couldn't even get a ticket. And I fight for them. This you know? is it. Well, watch listen, watch this space, man, Lawrence. You you're putting in the work. Once you can get your, yourself up a little bit higher and stuff, they'll be they'll be calling you and say, Yeah, we got that ticket for you. How much more right, do you need? Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be nice. 100%, man, 100%. Um, yeah, that, I'd be wanting to be fighting on, a, on those big cards. 
you know, so we'll see. Exactly, exactly. Uh, you've you've had um, some challenges. You've definitely had some challenges, uh, opponent-wise, but you passed with flying colours, man. You haven't gone... Have you actually gone three whole three rounds yet? Yeah, my last fight, man, I, uh, and won the... Uh... Uh, guy Roman uh, Lukovic, uh, we we went the we went the distance. He he submitted me in the third round with a minute left to go. Did with I miss this then? Was this a fight yeah, night then? Yeah, this was uh, uh, August fifth. So that was my that was my first loss, and that's my first time out the first round. Damn! How did I? Well, to be fair, as you know, one. Yeah, man. We had a dog fight. We was scrapping, and man, yeah. like, I, 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 I really like to think that I was man. I was beating the crap out of him for fourteen minutes, really putting a pound on him. Uh, but man, he took the shots like a champ. Uh, kept kept going, kept going. Like he stayed consistent with what he wanted to do, you mm. know. And I, I kept getting overzealous and putting myself in bad positions. And man, he went from a, a heel hook, couldn't finish the heel hook. And then he transitioned straight to a knee bar, man. It was beautiful, you know, and submitted me with a minute left to go in the third round. Yeah. Damn. A wonderful comeback. I, I Don't you – well, obviously you're on the receiving end of it, but just as as a, a connoisseur and, and a, you know, a lover of the combat sports, to see someone just pull it out in the last minute or the last 30 seconds, it's just like yeah. anything can happen in combat sports. Right, anything, you know, man. And uh, I, I, I knew he had dangerous jujitsu, you know. Uh, I ain't finna say make no excuses, man. He got me, you know. <laughs> it, was good, it was a good fight. Yes, yeah. I've got to go back and watch that because, as as I was saying, that one uh, uh, every week, obviously, we've slowed it down a little, some, but every week we've got a four or five hour car done. And it was sometimes it's tricky, man. It can be real tricky juggling yeah. that, you know, trying to potentially watch PFL. You got Bellator, you know, obviously on shaky ground at the moment, obviously. UFC, the, the quote unquote market leader. It's tough to consume all that content, man. Um, yeah. I'll be trying to keep up with all of it. I'll be like, all right, I want to watch. I want to watch one. But the thing is, when one is on, I'm at work, you know what I'm saying? So I'll be on my phone trying to teach and <laughs> Watch the fights at the same time, and then you got you know you have Bellator fights coming on Fridays. You'll have it's just so many fights, so many promotions. They're all like you know coming out the woodwork, you know. And I got a lot of buddies who fight, so I be catching all the fights. You know, I don't even look at the promotion no more. I be wondering who who's on this card this time. You know, yes. So, <laughs> you I, I totally get it. I totally get it. There is a plethora. Of fight, especially obviously in North America, there's there's mm -hmm. loads, there's apps, there's ones I've never even bloody heard of, but you know they're doing their and thing, then, and I think yeah, you know Anthony Pettis got his uh his fight card now, APFC, yes, that's huge out here in the Midwest. Oh, of course, and isn't there talk of sort of um some kind of co-promotion with him and Masvidal or something like that. Then, and doing because some Masvidal, of, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what his promotion is called. It's because uh, uh, he's got the two. He's got the boxer, the bare knuckle one, um, and he's got the MMA bare knuckle thing in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's on the tip of my tongue. Game Brits. Game Brits. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. Competition, man. Competition. Yeah. You but know. Bare, knuckles, bare Knuckles is crazy. Like, man, people who want to do that, I'd be like, man, like, it is a different, different beast. Because you, like, the damage to your hands, damage to your face, you want to going to just cut easier, you know? Like, you know you're not going to walk out of that fight pretty. Like, you can hope to, you know, knock somebody out and walk out of there, like, scratch-free. You know, man, if I had to do a, a, a bare-knuckle fight, the amount of money I had to pay me is crazy. Because yeah. if it's like, it's like five, ten thousand, that's going towards your face alone. <laughs> so, like, what did you gain from that? You know? Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's tough, nuts. man. It's t- listen, yeah. and I salute any athlete who puts themselves on the line, whether it's bare knuckle or whatever, but especially bare knuckle, it's barbaric. Some of some of the flipping out the things they go through, you know. But look, look at Perry, look at Mike Perry. He's found his lane, uh huh. Truly found his lane because he was an entity, he's entertaining, most definitely. You know, right, whether you right. agree with some of the some of his antics when he was a, a an actual MMA fighter, but he got to a certain point and he didn't necessarily progress any further. Now he's right. doing this this boxing thing where it's just one discipline. He's a dog man, and he's right. he's You're proving right. people wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta be a little different though. Want to do some bare some bare knuckle? He fought uh, Luke Luke Rockhold. Yes, man, his face afterwards. Teeth gone, face all busted up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm thinking like, how did he lose his teeth? Like, I be thinking the mouth guard supposed to help protect that, you know. But I guess it ain't enough because you know the MMA gloves they what uh, four ounces, you know. So you got yes. a pretty deep a pad, and so it's more like a blunt versus like when you get hit with your knuckles, man. These are individual like. You know, really, really focal focal points. You know, so it's just that much of a harder hit. I, I like I like watching it, but man, I I couldn't imagine. Like it had to be last, like a last. That'd be like a bucket list thing. Get one out the way, but I would never make a career out. Yeah, it's it's yeah. You you gotta be kind of somewhere else up there, kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I said. I say the bare knuckles for a street fight when I ain't got no choice, you know. But for getting paid, why? Nah, nah, they have to have they have to the amount of money. <laughs> yeah. And then this discipline too, you know, just boxing. There's some guys out here in boxing skills just, just, just insane. And like you, an MMA fighter, want to go into just straight boxing? Like I, you, you see that coming up a lot now. Some of them do pretty well. But overall, man, like them boxers, like it ain't, so it ain't MMA. Apples and oranges. It's apples and oranges. Obviously, you you are gonna train in the art of pugilism, pugilism, but you're not doing that from year twelve. You haven't got five hundred right. amateur fights. <laughs> you're not right. training that literally every single day for you know. Yeah, it's a nice idea, and it, it's good to have these names, I guess. Clash, you know, it, it just bring eyes to both sports. Obviously, MMA, there's no t- disputing that MMA has definitely taken over boxing. You know, MMA is the premier combat sports now. Uh, Showtime, 
unfortunately, which is devastating news, is like that's crazy. No more right. combat sports. That's leaving yeah, I... a huge hole, man. What how do you what what do you think the effect of this showtime stuff and Bellator, obviously? What do you think the effect of is it gonna have? Uh Bellator just sold the PFL, didn't they? That well, there's lots and lots of talks about it, but nothing has been officially said. So we no official well, announcements. Talk... Yeah. I, I think it might be a thing. I think it might happen. Uh I think it's I think it's all good, man. Like I think what they should do, combine combine PFL with Bellator, let the UFC be their own thing, let one championship do their own thing, and then boom, we do tournament style and everybody fight everybody. Like that'd be dope. You know, like cross cross champions. And yes. Belt like, like that'd be nuts. But you know what? Chatry's not going to do that. The only the way he would cost promote with is only with the UFC. Mm, what you like? What you mean? Like come like cross promote like fighter versus their fighter? Yes, yes. Which I, look, if I was like a trillionaire, I would just create every four years an opportunity for every promotion to send their champions up and to fight for like a a, a world title outside of their promotion. You know, mm. and they can all get a piece of the rights and whatever, but we need to see these fights happen. Yeah. You know, they should they should run it kind of like how the NFL does it. You know, they could draft fighters and have them do the college <laughs> and do do maybe like a 40-yard dash or like kick bag X amount of time, see how much punching power you got, kicking power, you know, like just just make it funny and more interesting, you know, it gets people mm -hmm. talking about. You know, uh, I think that'd be pretty, pretty cool. Well, PFL uh, kind of does that with the the kick speed, the length of the leg, the punching speed, and all that. They've kind of got that. Oh, see, I I ain't seen none of that with the PFL yet. Mm -mm. Yo, they they're, they're literally everything. They they're, they're giving you statistics on everything with that smart cage. How fast the punches are going, the leg kick speeds. <laughs> Are you saying the cage records their punching and their kicking speed? I, I personally don't think it's the cage. They must have cameras. I'm look. I'm dubious, Lawrence. I'm dubious yeah. about the whole thing. Okay, me and you but both. <laughs> but they've got some kind of camera technology that they're employing and giving you like forty-five miles an hour uh, leg kick and all this kind of stuff. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what I like about the PFL? I like the camera angles they be using. Like I think it's like on a camera on a referee. You know, mm. so then you get to see his his vision, like what he's seeing up close and personal. I think yeah. that's probably one of the coolest things about the uh about the PFL. And then like the tournaments that they that they host. They call it the Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Or something yeah. like Yeah. Yeah. The, the only issue I, I I think they've got some bugs that they need to work out now. With having the Grand Prix, I think they're good. I think they're excellent. But it burns the fighters out, man. It burns them out having to compete so quick, so often. And so, like, every year you got the playoffs and then you got the this, the, the, the whatever, the preseason thing and all this. And they're, they're pretty much fighting the creme de la creme are fighting the creme de la creme all the time, pretty much. And then the lower guys 
are kind of working their way up, but it's it's yeah, it's an odd one. I think they need to have it like alternative weights. So like one year, let's do the lightweights and maybe the heavyweights following year. So, and then just do normal matches, normal fights, normal fights, and then bring them on just to give the body a rest, man. Because it, 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 you guys are taking a lot of punishment, man. Man, I think about this, like uh, uh, boxers back in the day, how they would be fighting every month. And how do these Muay Thai guys uh be having 300 something fights they because they're fighting pretty frequently you know i know mma is a little bit longer you got five minutes five minutes five minutes mm -hmm. you know so 15 you know uh i guess it really depends on how much of a beating you take in that cage you mm -hmm. know uh and then how intense your practice is i think it's somebody can develop like a system of saying like all right for your for your camp for this tournament we go hard this amount of time and we kind of cut back here and then pick it up back here. I don't know. So it's some probably smart sports science guy out there that can figure that stuff out, yeah. you know, and just get better at how can you fight more frequently and still be uh, efficient, you know? So you know, I don't know. Let me give you an answer. Let's it's, hear it. It's, it's not even controversial, but it's it's obvious of sorts. We have a lot of weight bullies within the combat sport, you know, realm. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. what the biggest that's what the biggest issue, Lawrence, is it's these weight bullies but who are like that's why they're getting burnt out because they can't keep the weight off. Exactly. Mm, okay, yeah. damn. Makes sense. Yes. Huh. <laughs> well, obviously, at one, it's a little bit different, and people do chastise it a little bit. I think it uh, in regards to the hydration test, and I think the, uh, uh, more transparency in regards to what are we actually looking at? We see the televised, you know, hydration tests, et cetera. But then reading yeah. out these figures means absolutely nothing. There's, there's no, I don't, I don't understand what the measurement that we're supposed to be looking for. There's not like a graph on the screen to say these no, fights. No. Uh, like, so you're talking about, you want to know like how they know if you're hydrated or not and to what amount. Yes. Yes. So what they do is like, you know, you go piss in a cup, whatever you bring it, you bring it to the back, it's sealed, whatever. Then a guy, he'll crack it open and he'll put this reader in there. And I don't know what number system they're using, but you cannot exceed uh, over 0. 0.250 on a dehydration scale, right? So, dude, it's been, it's been the time where mine was like 0. 0.249 where I barely passed it, you know? So, like, yeah, they, they, they don't mess around about those hydration tests, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, but I think it is a lot safer, you know, uh, making sure guys is hydrated. You know, uh, especially with the brain, man. Your brain is like, I think you like lose like, what is it? Two pounds of like water from sweat. You lose like 20, 10 to 20% of your brain like functioning, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a stressful thing, man. Anything to, to make it safer. Because let's let's not right. get it twisted, man. We're for our pleasure and enjoyment. We're watching you guys pulling it, putting your physical and mental health on the line yeah. every time. So the the more hydrated, the better the fights are going to be. The more safer it's going to be. <laughs> you mm. know what I mean? And we need to be pushing that as 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 a, a MMA community. Let's make it more safer. Let's let's let them have a, the best fights that they can have. Right. Right. I agree. We'll get so, there, man. Yeah.
you see some of these guys cut weight and they blow up, you know, and you be like, how is he fighting at this weight class? You even see it on TV sometimes. Like, man, this is a big 155 yeah. pound, big 170. This is a big 85. Yeah. You know, only thing you don't hear that about is like heavyweights. We we all just pretty much just fat and can eat whatever on and die a little bit and make make the weight it ain't too terrible. You know. <laughs> but what do you what do you normally um appear in the ring, the squared circle? What's your what's your uh, uh, weight around usually? Like right now, dude, I'm I'll float anywhere between uh right now uh <laughs> I say. I, I'll go anywhere between 127 to 129 kilos. What's that in pounds? So that, this in pounds, that's uh, 282, 285 pounds. Whoa. And isn't the, is the limit like 265? Yeah, 265. Yeah. Okay. That's not, that's not too bad. 20 pounds. Dude, I used to weigh 340, you know, and then I, I lost a lot of. Uh, weight from from training and whatnot yeah i used to be big yeah i'm still big now but it ain't as bad as it was you know what what inspired what inspired you was it a health reason was it was it a desire mentally look i want to lose this weight was it your just your journey how did we get from 330 to 285 yeah 285 yeah uh it was a long process like just a long process you know, I kind of stopped doing sports, kind of stopped working out a little bit. You know, I wasn't doing as much cardio anymore. I just kind of lifting weights and going about my everyday life working and stuff. And I just got tired of it, man. Just got tired of being that way, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, let me get my ass up on this couch, you know, and just got busy, you know. And then, you know, I didn't try to rush anything, you know. So, like, 340 to 300 pounds was like a year. You know, just getting oh. down there. Yeah, so, man. Like, I didn't. I think you know. Uh, I just walk. I walked a lot. You know, on a treadmill or outside. I try to walk for an hour, and then you know, really just counting my calories and thinking about what I'm eating. You know, so there was no special shortcuts or nothing like that. It was real slow. Even now, still, like I don't rush my my weight loss or nothing like that. I kind of eat what I want and try to stay within my calories. If I mess up. Tell myself it's all right, you know, ain't the end yeah, of the world. Yeah. Yes, 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 totally. Slowly yeah. and steadily paced to, to to reach the goal. So what what is the 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 end goal? Um on on this journey then? Are, are we looking to get down to what 250 or something? What what what's the ideal premium optimum weight for yourself? Yeah, I wouldn't mind walking around like 250, 255. You know, that's my ideal walk around weight. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, that's that's really what I want to be. Just be fight ready and yes, just can get. But man, food be so good, <laughs> you know, I, especially pizza. So, <laughs> that's your vice, the pizzas. Pizza, pizza. That's my that's my biggest problem. And my dad to be going good, and I I I see it, and I'm like, all right, you gotta have it, you know, but. Especially on week, weekends, real tough. 